Primary school pupils will learn a foreign language from third class. We'll have a new approach to the teaching of STEM subjects, the sciences, technology, engineering and maths. More emphasis on group work and discussion and play a big teaching approach in early years. These reforms are all part of a major restructuring of the primary school curriculum, the first in nearly 25 years. The curriculum framework to give shape to the reforms was launched by the Education Minister yesterday. And to tell us more about the reforms and implementation... I'm joined by Arlene Foster, Chief Executive of the National Council for Curriculum and Assessment. And you're welcome to the programme, Arlene. This is the first framework for primary education. Before we get into the the nuts and bolts, tell us what underpins the approach to reform here. So I suppose the the first maybe thing to say, Mary, is the the curriculum being used currently by schools is is 24 years old. So it's, you know, it's it's a good time to check in and, and make improvements. I suppose that the way in which we, we've gone about developing this framework, I think, is really important. Um, we, we would have drawn, I suppose, on a huge amount of research on how children learn and develop. But we've also drawn on research that tells us what has what has worked really well and what hasn't worked so well in, in the curriculum we currently have. And we've looked internationally as well. But we've, I think, I suppose, one of the things I would really emphasise, Mary, is the way in which we've worked with a, a large network of schools right across the country, the Schools Forum. Mm-hmm. So schools have been working with us on all of the details that now sits in the framework. So that basically means that the framework that was launched yesterday is a framework that is really rooted in research, in evidence from schools, but it's also very reflective of the experiences of schools. Okay. And, and I think when, when you look at it, it carries lots of hope and lots of ambition for, for primary education over the next decade. But how next do you translate what you have learned from all of this research into data? today practice of teaching in the schools? Yeah, and and interestingly, Mary, that very question surfaced in practically every conversation that we have had about the curriculum itself and and the framework. So I suppose to to build a really clear picture of what's needed now to basically turn what's between the covers of the framework launched yesterday into, I suppose, into reality, there are two big things um, I I, I would emphasise. One is that the framework itself doesn't carry the the detail, the nitty gritty detail of, of, you know, what exactly children will be learning in each of the curriculum areas. So that work is underway and that work by the NCCA will, will take us through to early 2025 when we will then have the full redeveloped primary curriculum, the detail about what children will learn. Um, at that point, obviously, then there, there is an implementation plan um, needed. And as we worked on the, the framework, we gathered a lot of information about what's going to be required. So, so I don't think there are lots of surprises here, Mary. So a lot of the things that people drew attention to in terms of implementation are, you know, good communications over the next couple of years so that everybody's kept up to date with what's happening and the detail of what's happening, mm-hmm. securing resources. And that includes, you know, obviously funding, but it also includes time. Mm. time for teachers and principals to become familiar with the new curriculum and and to begin to make decisions about how they will plan for it. And enhanced professional development is really important. And I take um, your point that the nuts and bolts are still being worked out. But what do we know? We know that primary school pupils are going to learn a foreign language from third class. Where will that sit in the curriculum? How long every week will they learn a foreign language? And who's going to teach it? 
Yes. Yeah, so in terms, I suppose, where and how long, Mary, so that the introduction of modern foreign languages is now going to be part of the redeveloped curriculum for all children from third class to sixth class. And the framework sets out that an hour a week will be allocated um, in those more senior classes. And this this very much builds on, I suppose, a lot of work that has already been done a number of years ago um, when there was a, a pilot project for modern languages and, and the minister's initiative as well, say yes to languages. So we have a lot to draw on on this. Mm. But but you're correct, Mary, that there are still a lot of questions to be to be worked out, you know, questions such as which languages, who will teach it, um, you know, who makes those decisions. And those are some of the, I suppose, the very detailed questions that we now have to work on as we develop the. So you don't have you don't um, have answers to those language. questions yet, Arlene. No, no, not not okay. definitive answers, but we but we know, Mary, that there's a lot of really good practice in the system already. There are a lot of different models, and we now need to look at those and and try and work out how can we make this a reality right. for every child in primary school. We know, I think, as well, or certainly it's what I've learned from from reading the detail we have so far that, uh, as you say, one hour a week to foreign languages, but there will be reduced time given to the teaching of Irish. There will also be reduced time to. Um, religion or, 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 or faith formation in schools. Can you tell us about those? Absolutely. But I, I think an important first point, Mary, is that when you when you refer to reductions in time allocations, yes, there are reductions, uh, but they're not only to Irish and to the patrons programmes. So in, in the framework launched yesterday, it has an updated set of suggested time allocations for right across the curriculum. And there are reductions in, in all areas of the curriculum that, that schools currently work with, with one exception. And that exception is PE and SPHE, which makes up the, the well-being space. So to, to go back to your question, I suppose, about Gaelica in, in particular, yes, there, there, there are reductions, but, mm -hmm. but I, I, I think we just need to be clear on what and where they are. So obviously Gaelica is the, the language of, of instruction in, mm -hmm. in Irish medium schools and then equally a second language in, in English medium schools. Um, so where Gaelica um, is the, the, the second language in English medium schools, there's actually no reduction at all for junior and senior infants. And that's really important because that recognises the very important early foundations for, for children. In the case of first to sixth class, there is a reduction of half hour a week. But, but I think, Mary, it's also really important to bear in mind that while time is a really important factor in, in you know, any part of the curriculum. It's what you do with that time that's also really important. Okay. And we do have a new primary language curriculum that was actually um, implement, implementation began the, the, in there 2019. Is, there is an awful lot still to be worked out, Arlene. And just very briefly, when will this new curriculum be rolled out? So the NCCA's work, um, we we are now um, in the I suppose in the stage of working out the detail mm. of the different curriculum areas, and our work will be we 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 have to have our work finished by early 2025. The date of implementation in schools, Mary, is decided by the Department of Education, but early 2025 for the actual development of the of the full primary curriculum. That's the timeline that the NCCA is, is working to. All right. For now, Arlene Foster from the National Council for Curriculum and Assessment. Thank you.